0: Hello and welcome to the Marketplace Seller's podcast with me, Alec Ogilvy. And in this episode, we will be talking about Amazon and in particular about repricing. But first, I want to remind you about why you should be selling on Amazon. Amazon's big, really big, and we estimate that across all its sites and all its languages, it's probably listing around 1 billion items. Do you remember these? Now, this is a club catalogue from the 90s when I was a young, excitable 35-year-old. And I bought this catalogue the other night on eBay. Uh, It cost me 25 quid, would you believe it? Um, But I thought it'd be really interesting to see. Either that or I simply had too much red wine that night. Anyway, uh, the catalogue probably lists around 6,000 items. Um, Not a lot when you compare it to Amazon's 1 billion items. And if you were to turn Amazon into a catalogue like this one, It would be the same height as Mount Kilimanjaro on the continent of Africa. So that shows you how big it is. I can hear you saying it. Alec, what are we talking about Mount Kilimanjaro for? Fair question. And the reason is to try and demonstrate how big Amazon is and to help you understand that unless you have the ability to list and reprice automatically, you won't be able to make the money that you really could. Repricing on Amazon is essential if you're serious about growing your sales and your business. If you don't reprice automatically, your chances of success are pretty low. Now, for some retailers, some retailers, they don't like the idea of repricers. And the main reason they normally give is that they believe they create a race to the bottom. And there is also another reason. Basically, they fear that uh, their prices are being taken over by some evil robot. <laughs> so first, let's start with the concern that it's a race to the bottom. Now, we can understand why people might think that, but here's how we look at it. Repricers will price your stuff up whenever they can. That means your margin is always maximized. It's not a case of flooring your price and simply leaving it there. Repricers are working in your favor. So if you're good at sourcing stuff, getting good prices, then a repricer will let you take advantage of that. It will let you sell your item at maybe a few pennies less than your nearest competitor. You win the business because you worked hard to get a good deal with a supplier. And now the pricer's working hard to get you winning customers. And if your business is slick and efficient, has low overheads, a repricer will let you take advantage of that as well. Because every penny counts, every margin, every penny of margin you can share makes you more sales. But let's say a competitor can sell for less than you. Well, fair play to them, but at some point they'll run out of stock. And then the repricer will step back in and make sure your price is the winning price. But again, the margin will be maximised in your favour. So repricers are not a race to the bottom. Instead, they're margin maximisers. They're winning business for you at the best price they can find, and they're waiting for the moment when a competitor drops out of the race. Now, the other anxiety about repricers for retailers is the one of control. Now, that's a harder anxiety to shift, to be honest. We all have our issues when it comes to changing the way we work or how we go about our business. And if you've came from a high street environment, the idea of automatically moving prices up and down will be terrifying. Or if you've been selling online on a website and you're just moving to Amazon, again, you'll probably feel a wee bit nervous. But first things first, just start with a few products being automatically repriced. Don't reprice everything. So you can keep an eye on things. See how the repricers behave. Wait until you get comfortable. Nobody learns to swim by jumping in at the deep end. So start cautiously. Now when you start using a repricer you'll need to take your time when setting up the rules. You don't want to uh, be in a hurry and end up cocking things up. At Dynamics, we do a number of things to make sure you can control exactly how the repricer works and and we present that in as simple a manner as we can. A repricer will work between an upper and a lower pricing level. It'll move the price up and down as the market conditions change. And you can set those upper and lower levels across a range of items by using a percentage margin approach. So add 40% onto the cost price for the lowest uh, level and say add 140% for the upper level. And as long as you know what the lower margin covers, uh, that the lower margin covers your overheads and your selling costs, there's really nothing to worry about. And if you don't like working on percentage models, Then you can also set fixed prices for the minimum and maximum. There's a wee bit more effort than that, but it suits some people. We find that product specialists, who have maybe worked in the same sector for years, prefer to work with that fixed price approach of upper and lower. It requires diligence. You have to be comfortable that you've got a handle on the overheads, and you may find that um, one line of products has a different set of overheads from another. If that's the case, all you have to do is set up different rules for each line. We call pricing rules in uh, Seller Dynamics pricing profiles. Uh, And you have to create as many or as few of them as you need. You'll also need to think about how competitive you want to be. Do you want to beat the competitor by a penny or by a pound? And that will come down to the price of the item. For a DVD or a jar of face cream, a few pennies may be enough of a differentiator. But for, say, a Bluetooth speaker, you might want to think about a bigger number. It's really down to how you want to set how aggressively competitive you are. Now, of course, customers will also look at other things before buying from you. Delivery times, your seller rating. But more often than not, to be honest, it's about the price. So to recap, if you want to sell well on Amazon, it will be a mountain to climb if you're not using a repricer. A mountain the same height as Mount Kilimanjaro. Good repricers are there to maximise your margin and let you benefit from the prices you've agreed with your suppliers. It's not a race to the bottom. And if you're nervous about using a repricer, start with a few items, test the depth of the water before you get in. Repricers have a few rules you have to set up, do that carefully, but once they are set up, uh, your business can really move. It can really take advantage of those 1 billion items that Amazon list. Okay, so that's it for this episode. I'm sure we'll come back to repricing again. Um, Repricers also work on eBay and on Fnac, for instance. Uh, But for now, we're done, and I'm off to have a a browse through my 1990s grant catalogue. And remember, please subscribe and share. It'll help me feel loved and appreciated. See you soon.